A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. Good morning, Dan. I am very intrigued. Betsy walked in today and Uh put her lunch bag on the desk, which is unusual. This isn't something she normally does. And she let me know that there's something inside that she wants to start the show with. I have no idea what's coming. She's very excited, though. This is going to be something we're going to have to take a picture of and put in the show notes. Okay. Because it is something that has been sitting on my counter for a while. And generally, I would think that it's going to rot. And suddenly, I would like you to look at this lovely tomato I have. All right. Does it not look like it is possessed by alien Oh my things? goodness. There's like things trying to push out they, of it. They what did. Is they it? fell off in my lunch bag. I think that's the seeds that have sprouted inside the tomato and they are pushing their way because it had little green things that were coming out, but like I said, they came off in my lunch bag. Like vines yeah, are coming like, out of it. Like they're busting I, out of I its think chest. It's, I think it's the plant. I think it is literally reproducing itself. I want to pick at one. Can I pick at one? Oh, it's dripping everywhere. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put it down now. Yeah, put it down. I think it's like literally, I think the seeds are sprouting within the tomato. So uh, that's what you found on your counter and you're very proud about that? I have left it there because it started as just, I thought, what what is happening to my tomato? Why does it have, at first I thought it was bugs. I thought it was like worms. It looks worms. like worms. Yeah. It's very, very, very gross. And then I looked further and I thought, no, that's not I worms. I would not eat that. No, well, no, I want to see what happens. See, what I thought you were going to do was pull out, because I've seen it on Facebook, I believe. I don't know where I found it. It doesn't matter. But it was a bag, a little baggie that a, a science class, like a bunch of kids at an elementary school. Yeah. And they were showing the importance of washing hands. Have you seen this? No. Where they take like a sandwich mm-hmm. and I believe they pass it around and let okay. all the little kids handle the sandwich and then they Ew. put it in a Ziploc bag. Okay. Nobody's going to eat it. Okay. So they put that in a Ziploc bag and then they take another one that some the teacher prepared uh-huh. with little gloves on or who, after washing their hands. Maybe yes, she of course. Th- she made everybody wash their hands yes. and they put the bag in. Kay. A week later, two uh-huh. weeks later, the one bag that was handled by everybody without washing their hands is full of like green fuzz. Ugh. It is the grossest thing. The other one is really good. That is You could so eat that gross. other one. So wash your hands. That's where I thought you were going. No. This is far better because like it's I very said, it looks like it's from an alien movie or something. It just it looks like it's sprouting stuff. It is. I wonder if you could put that in the ground and you'd grow. That's what I wondered because I assume that's how nature works, right? Right. right. Berry stuff and it grows well. Well, yeah, because the seeds, people. I mean, that's how you start a tomato plant yeah. is from the seeds, but I think the seeds are sprouting within the tomato itself. It's it's crazy because I've never seen it. Usually my we'll tomatoes put a just rot. Picture in the show notes because Betsy's got a nice tomato. <laughs> I have a very weird tomato. A if anyone out tomato. there knows what's happening, well, you, please let you me need know. to call Flowerland. I do. <gasps> I should call into yeah. Flowerland and ask them. Yeah, they'll probably, Have you probably ever heard of this? block your call. Probably. Now they know it's coming. <laughs> probably. <laughs> what are we doing today? 
Um, after we've done all of this. After we've done all of this. Today we are actually going to talk about a sanding product for a random orbital sander. A lot of people have them, a lot of people use them, and sometimes and that... a lot of people break them. Yes. The Velcro part of it. Yes, the hook and loop part. The hooks wear out and it doesn't hold your sandpaper anymore. There's a quick fix... And then there's kind of potentially a dumb quick fix. Yes. And we're going to talk about both of them. Right. Let you know when you'd want to use one. But anyway, that's coming up later. Yeah. And we're also going to be interviewing a Vork Brothers painting. They were just involved in a historic restoration or repaint yeah. of Pillar Church in Holland. And yeah. that was an interesting project and process. Mm-hmm. So we want to dig into it and talk to them about that. Yeah. But right now, mm-hmm. we got to do a little bit of business. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yes. good business. It is. It's in regards to the contest that we announced last week. We actually had quite a few people who... Well, let's explain the contest okay. for those who maybe oh, are unaware. True. Because it's a maybe rockin' people missed it. awesome contest, and you need to be a part of it. Oh, of course. Who doesn't want to be a part of a contest? It's the chance to win. We're calling it a family game room makeover. So it gives you a bunch of games from Betsy, out of the box. Betsy, you're underselling box. it. It's not a family game room makeover. That is boring, my friend. It okay. is the ultimate family yeah. game room makeover. Now, when you tag ultimate on the front of something like that, uh-huh. it just sends it to the next level. It's like sending a text like my daughter does uh-huh. with fireworks or something. Oh. So yours was a normal text. Uh-huh. Mine was with fireworks. So again, yes. take it from the top. It's the ultimate well, family game I room makeover. Well, I hesitate because I'm waiting for someone to say, are you going to throw a TV in with that so my kids can sit there and play video games? Okay. It's perhaps not the ultimate. It's the penultimate. (laughs) Right. That's the one just before that one. Right. Exactly. Anyway, explain it. I shouldn't have interrupted. No, it's okay. But it is my way. Well, these are different types of games. These are board games and card games and things like that that are meant for your family. They're from out-of-the-box games in Zealand and Kentwood. And there are also some puzzles in there and things like that. But I can we see we have the say makeover part, <laughs> and that's going to be paint supplies from Worcester Brush Company and Repcolite. Yeah. And we failed to mention last week, which was really dumb, $150 worth of gift certificates to Repcolite. Right. So you, so you can, can get, get the paint. Paint. You could, you've got a ton of free supplies, mm-hmm. and they're high end, really good supplies. These everything, are the ones we use. Yeah. Everything we picked was top of the line stuff. Yeah. And then you get a bunch of games mm-hmm. and some puzzles. Right. And all of that. The whole thing totals at least 600 to $700 worth yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I would say easily. Right in that range. Yep. Now, there's a number of different ways to enter. First mm-hmm. off, we sent everybody to our Facebook page. And right. that will work. It does. You can go yep. there and find the link. But the link's going to take you to the RepcoLite.com website. So right. why don't you just cut the chase and go straight <laughs> to the website. Right. So there's a link right on the homepage. There's mm-hmm. a banner that talks about the ultimate Right. Family game room makeover. You click that, and there's a small little form with a number of different options to fill. Mm-hmm. So you enter your email, or you can sign in via Facebook. We need that so that we can actually contact you. Right. And then there's a number of different ways to enter. Some of them can be used multiple times. You know, every single day yeah. you can enter if you want to right. to increase your chances. Mm-hmm. There are. Let's see. One of them is visiting the Facebook page, and that's the one we need to clarify. There was a lot of confusion about that. Yeah, there's something wacky that happens just with that one particular one because you click and you go to Facebook and then you navigate back to the original page where you were 
And then it has this little button that a lot of people miss because you think it's telling you that you have gone to Facebook, but you actually have to click that little button that says that you went there yep. in order for it to register. And then it will log your your yeah. um, your entry. Instagram so automatically does it. I don't know what the deal to. is. So we can't change it. That's just no. the way the software is. Yes. So when you visit the Facebook page, make sure you navigate back to that form and click the I visited button. Yeah. But you can also... There's a button on there to get a code from one of our stores or, mm-hmm. or to enter a code from one of our stores for right. five free entries. Now, you can only do that one time, right. but it's a way to get five instant entries into this contest. Mm. All you need to do is go to any Rep Collider Port City Paint store, ask them for the code. They'll give it to you. You enter that and you're good to go. Right. A number of different things. Yeah. We will give away a radio code at the end of the show today that's good for two mm-hmm. free entries. Yes. That's all coming up. The big thing is we just want you to be aware of the contest because there is a lot of good stuff in here. A yeah. lot of games that my family and I have played, oh, man, for the last two or three years. We Well, these aren't the ones we've played. These are brand new <laughs> these versions brand of them. brand new ones. Ton of fun. Right. Well, and to make it just a little bit better, we're actually going to gift wrap all of those games in case you want to give them to people for Christmas. Yes, I gift wrap like a monkey. So we'll <laughs> let Betsy I will gift wrap take care them. of the gift wrapping. And then we will deliver them to you on Christmas Eve. You just tell us where you want us to drop them off. During the day. Well, y- yes. <laughs> I think everybody has plans in I'm the in evening. Full, yeah, I've got things to do <laughs> as the day progresses. Right. Anyway, more information online at repcolite.com. There, we got the business out of the way. Yes. When we come back, we're going to talk about a very nice fix for a tool that I screwed up very badly <laughs> over the last week. Not surprising. It's all coming up next. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Betsy, the other day I did something kind of dumb. Okay. I mean, well, <laughs> can you specify? I know. <laughs> when I think about all the dumb things that I've done, there's too many to count in the week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Too many to count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a lot of them. But yeah. this one was just kind of a, it was a sad moment. Okay. But I'm working on something for the kids for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I can't be more specific. It may be one thing for all of them. It may be several things for each one of them. You are saying that for the benefit of the children they're who listening. are probably listening and are yes. trying to figure out exactly what dad has yeah, been Yeah, they're doing. trying to guess. They mm-hmm. haven't been close yet, but you never know. They're Otherwise, than I am. children, plug your ears. Yeah, so I'm working on something, and that's great fun. And in fact, we're going to talk about it. On the show right between Christmas and New Year's, right? Right after Christmas. Once they know. Yeah, once they really know what it is, Mm -hmm. we'll talk about it. I'll show you the different plans that we used. We tweaked them. And it turned out, so far, really, really well. And there's all kinds of different cool applications. So whether you want to build exactly what I did. Yep. Or you want to put your own spin on it. Right. There's still so many cool things that we learned. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you learned by watching me screw some things up. <laughs> I learned what not but to do. one thing that I did do, and this has happened to other people. I remember laughing at a guy that we worked with. We were getting ready to uh, open our Kalamazoo store. Yeah. And Dave, who's mm-hmm. been on the radio, Dave Helmholt, I'll call him out, <laughs> was Dave. using a friend's sander, okay. an orbital sander, and he did exactly what I did. He was sanding some pieces that mm-hmm. needed to be put out and, you know, primed and painted. Right. And he called me. 
kind of in a little bit of a felt like an idiot. Uh-huh. He'd put new sandpaper on and never caught the fact that it had fallen off. Oh. He didn't get it hooked on real well. Uh-huh. And or he turned it on and it spun off. Whatever yep. it was, he didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. So he brings his orbital sander, which normally has this nice little Velcro right. face on the sanding pad. Yep. And that hooks it's a hook yeah it's the and hook it side of the hook grabs the sanding disc that you put on there yep. and it sticks right. is the idea dave's didn't <laughs> ran it all over the wood trying to sand uh-huh. stuff and all he's using for sandpaper is the velcro that's supposed to hold the paper uh-huh. on i did the same thing and now the hook part of the velcro yeah. is no longer good melts it all to a great big uh-huh. blob yes anyway i've done that a couple times mm-hmm. and i'm sure mm-hmm. lots of people have in fact yep. we know they have because we were looking online right and the very first time I did that, I was just heartbroken because I did not know a very inexpensive fix for this. I assume this was an expensive problem. Turns yes. out it, there, it's a very inexpensive thing to take care of. And there are a couple of ways to do it. You yeah. know, the first one that we saw was mm-hmm. what I opted for the very first time. And it sometimes in our minds might seem like the way to go, the more inexpensive way. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and describe that, Betsy. Uh, the first option is, so you have two parts of Velcro, and the hook part is what is permanently attached to your sander, and that's the part that they sell replacements for, is just that hook part of the disc. Right. It's almost like a great big self-adhesive, or some of them are self-adhesive, some of them require glues. Yeah, some of them they have special glue in the packaging. So it's just that single replacement, and basically it comes with this other thing that's double stick tape you put it down on yeah. your surface that other thing that betsy's talking about it's yes. sandpaper yes and it's Thank got you. a very key part you stick that down on a piece of wood or something on your desktop clamp it down mm-hmm. and then without sandpaper on your sander you run over that sandpaper so it's, it's yes. sandy side up yep grit You're side grinding up. off the hook part essentially exactly grind that all off yep. get down to a nice smooth Rubber mm-hmm. base, yeah. clean it with denatured alcohol, and then depending on what you're working with, there's glues that usually come in these kits. Yeah, I've seen one or two that were self-adhesive. Mm-hmm. It just depends. Yeah, you basically put that on your sander, mm-hmm. and you're good to go. I yeah. did that. Worked really well. Mm-hmm. I used it for about two years after I did that. You know, on the edges, it starts to peel up a little yeah, bit, well. but perfectly happy with it. I was mm-hmm. thrilled with it until I screwed it up again. Well, Because yes. it was starting to wear over time anyway. Yeah. You know, a quick thing when you're talking about how it wore out over time, mm-hmm. we did catch in one of the videos that we were watching people mm-hmm. applying these different things. The one guy who is a tool guy, I mean, he sells tools for a living. He said the reason those things wear out is because people- well, one in- reason is they people sand- Without sandpaper. <laughs> well, yes. That's the fast way. Right. The but normal slow way is... The other slow way is probably how most of us store these things is with the pad side down. And you shouldn't do that because he says it bends over all of those hooks so they can't grab onto the loop part of the back of the sandpaper. Mm-hmm. And so he said, always leave it on its side when you store it. That is damaging it if you put it uh, the pad side down. Right. And I think that's what happens. People do that. Yep. It doesn't grip the paper as well on that one little area. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me. It folds over. You don't right. catch it right away. You flatten down more of those hooks. Before yep. long, it doesn't work anymore. Right. So anyway, that anyway. whole little packet, that kit, yep. is about 13 bucks. Yeah, Seems roughly. like a great alternative mm-hmm. to buying a new sander. Yeah. And it is. It is. But it turns out that you can get the entire sanding head 
Yeah, the, you know, the you, squishy, foamy right, rubber with part. Right, with the hooks on it yep. so that it will affix to your sandpaper. You can get the entire mechanism that goes onto the sander. I was assuming that was very expensive. And I think years back it probably was. Right, when it first came out, yeah. No longer. You can get those for about $5 more than buying the other thing. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And that's super easy to remove. It's just whatever screws hold the thing in, pops right off, and you put a new one on. Yeah, ours was, the one that we were working with, was a DeWalt orbital sander. You Mm -hmm. flip it over, you look on the sanding pad, and you'll see... You know, all the different holes that account for, you know, generally removing dust or sending right. dust to a vacuum yeah. or whatever you hook yep. up to your particular sander. Mm-hmm. But you'll see a number of screws that hold the thing in place. Yep. Ours had three. I think they were star bit or, yes, or flathead. Yep. Right. So got those off. That's it. Mm-hmm. Three screws came off. Take the piece with you to the store. Yeah, that's kind of the critical thing that we found out because we thought, well, it has eight holes and it has yeah, eight holes for the sand for the dust removal. Right. And then three for the screws. And we came across one that was the store brand that had four holes for screws. And that wasn't going to work because yeah, nothing eight was holes. Line up. It was perfect. Yeah. Except then, the then screw we holes. <laughs> took it out of the box very carefully and took a look at it. And oh, Four holes. That's not going to work. Right. Found another one that was eight holes, but that had, what, it had like eight That screws. had a bunch of different, yeah, it had a lot of holes for screws so that you could really use it for any configuration. We thought. Well, yeah. Turns out until, ours doesn't align. Right. You try to get it lined up and only maybe two of the holes line up. And then we found one that was eight holes and had three holes for screws. But the screw holes didn't line up exactly. Yeah, so you'll definitely want to have the old piece with you. I mean, yeah, that's, that's make sure going to save you a ton of time. Yeah, uh, we didn't want to find one there. We looked online. I found a store nearby mm-hmm. that had the part exactly that I needed from right. Dewalt. Yes. So the brand name that I wanted, it was about fifteen bucks, I think. Yep. Three bucks more than the the one that we could glue on. Yeah. Ourselves, I see absolutely no reason to use those. Ones that you would glue on. I mean, no. maybe there's a, if you can't find the piece, the exact yeah, piece, and you don't right. want to order one online, you mm-hmm. don't want to put you know your card numbers and stuff out there. Then these will work, and they yeah. do work well. I yeah had that one that we glued on. Yeah, I had two years, and it would be still working if I wasn't a dope. <laughs> if you hadn't stored it with the sanding pad side down. But the big thing to remember is that there's a fix for this, and yeah. if you're struggling with a tool like that, you know, mm-hmm. an orbital sander that's not working the way that you wish it was. There's an easy fix. There is. And you should be able to do it in just a matter of minutes. Yes. Now, in a matter of minutes, mm-hmm. we're going to be in the studio with Bork Brothers Painting, talking about a really cool historic project that they just wrapped up. That's coming up next. Stick around. See what I did there? With the stick around. I, love the I did. Stick. I did. I'm always thinking. want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And we're back. Uh-huh. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Hey, so 9th Street in Holland is back open finally. I've been waiting all summer and all fall for that to open. You've been griping about that for a long time. Well, that's because it was a real pain in the neck to get around and traffic would back up. And part of that was I didn't care because I'm just that kind of a person. Right. I just like to live and let live. 
Uh-huh. That's a lie. Anyway, um, that was all due to some construction that was happening at Pillar Church here in Holland. And the Vork Brothers painting were the painters for that. Gentlemen, thanks for being here with us this morning. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we have a full studio. I mean, it's a there little are three claustrophobic, of them here. right, guys? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. We actually record in a warehouse in the bathroom of that warehouse. The it's women's bathroom, to be exact. A converted bathroom. Mm-hmm. So it's what? 12 Not foot, big. 10 foot small. by, yeah, it's small. <laughs> and we've crammed a lot of people. Fortunately, yes, I'm, I'm fun size, so I fit. But yeah. you guys are normal human size, so <laughs> taking up some space. Yeah, exactly. So, gentlemen, let's go around and introduce each of you so that people kind of know voices and who's who. So whichever one of you wants to start. Uh, Travis Vork. Uh, I am the residential uh, project manager. Brandon Howell. I'm the residential estimator. And Shane Vork, and I am one of the commercial project managers slash estimator. Now, there's another brother that's missing, right? Brandon? I mean, it, the tip-off was the last name. <laughs> You're not a brother, right? No, I'm not. You're stand-in today, but the, who's the brother who's missing? Uh, Corey. And he couldn't be here. For why? We this don't know. <laughs> I think he might be working, or he's on vacation. He's doing what we're supposed Maybe to be doing. Maybe he was afraid. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that, that might be it. If it was a summer, he'd be golfing around the boat. So You make it sound like he doesn't do any no, he, work. He's, he's a hard worker. He's a hard worker. Okay, so now, who was involved in this Pillar Church project? Were all of you, or just some of you? So... Myself and Brandon actually were the estimators on the project, and then um, Chris Decker was the on-site superintendent for the project. So we're all sort of involved. Okay. Yeah. Now, let's give just a little bit of a backstory to Pillar Church Mm -hmm. and why this is so important to people, and especially to the Holland community. So Holland was settled in 1847. But it was made perfect when I arrived. But we'll just, you know, we'll just focus on the subtle part. 1847. Let's focus on the topic at hand. So Pillar Church, which is on 9th Street, as I said before, was built uh, between 1856 and 1857. It was finished Mm -hmm. in 1857. And it's a really cool Greek revival church. So it has the giant columns. That sounds like a brand new denomination that you just created. (laughs) No, that's the architecture. (laughs) Yeah. So it's the columns, right? Right. So the great big columns out in front. Yeah. Huge white church. And it, I mean, it is really a sight to see. Now, this is the one building in Holland that survived the Great Holland Fire, which was, ironically, at the exact same time as the Great Chicago Fire. So that makes this building the oldest building in Holland because it actually Mm -hmm. survived and never got burned or torn down after the fact. Right. In 1990, it was listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Yes. And it's gone through a number of renovations over the years. Mm -hmm. The most recent one is the one that you guys were working on. And that was what? What were they doing in the in the church at this time? So the main point of that was to add space to the church and renovate the whole sanctuary. Okay. So bring it back to its roots. The ceiling is a nice wood ceiling before it was just like white with tiles and So you restored it to the wood? Yeah, so they mimicked the image back when they first built gotcha. it. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I did wow, not realize that. That is a project and a half. So they're doing the sanctuary, they did the ceiling. Took out the, all the old tiles or whatever they were. Yep. And what other things? Well, first we redid all the pews. We okay. refinished oh, wow. all of the pews. Um, and then all the wainscoting around the whole project was 
brought down to bare wood and we refinished it all. So, you guys did all that? Yes. You brought yep. it all down and brought it all back? Correct. Yep. What was on the pews? Was it just a, a clear coat? How did you do that? Just sand it? How did you get it off? Yeah, so the the pews, they had a clear coat on it, so we sanded things down. We sanded it down and uh, just put a clear coat over top of it. And they wanted to keep that original look, so we were just protecting the surface. So how long did this restoration take? Because with all the work you're talking about, it seems like it would take forever. Well, that's why you crabbed about the street. Yeah, I did. <laughs> we apologize for that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that makes but, it better. Yeah, yeah the project in all took... What was that? Probably four, four to six months. Yeah, for sure. Five months. Yeah, all of five months. Yeah. Wow, that is a lot of work. So the wainscoting is restained, or it got painted. So it's restained. It was okay. What would you say? Painted before? It had multiple layers over a long oh, period of time. Yeah. So paint, stain started with stain, then went to paint. We were taking it back to stain. Yeah. So how do you go about I, that? You can't take out like you could the pews. How do you go about getting all of that off of there? The old stuff. Right. So we actually used Festool sanders. Just oh, a, okay. a clean way of, you know, they have their HEPA vacuums mm-hmm. and everything. So other trades, there, there's so many trades in that small space to where we need to do something that was efficient and effective for everyone so we could keep working. Um, so we used the Festool sanders, which kept it dustless in there and it was right. it's really nice. Have you used those a lot? Is that something you use regularly or nope. is that something you got for this? Yeah, that was the first time we've ever used them and they're awesome. We use them a lot more now. I well, that's that. what I wanted <laughs> yeah. to know because yeah. it's one of the things that I've been watching and thinking, huh, I would sure like to see once if that holds There's up to the claims. There's one laying around the shop here, but I'm not sure exactly oh, I don't dare what. touch that because well, I don't know, I know. Who's that is. I know, but I've always wondered that too. It's like, what are they using that for? Because it just sits there. So you like that? Yeah. No, okay. it's awesome. I mean, we, side we've note, invested but... in three more now, so. Yeah. All right. Oh, wow. It must work well, though. Oh, yes. Yes. So the pews, what did you put on that? What You know, you mentioned a clear coat. Right. Yeah, what so what we exactly used, were you using? We used the Repco Light Mirathane. Um, throughout the project, we needed certain things to happen with the product because we were doing it on site and not in a controlled environment. Sure. Which we worked with Repco Light, and they could customize what we needed as far as stained colors, the mirror thing. They could change bits and pieces of that product, which is really cool. That is really cool because we've got a lab at our 17th Street mm-hmm. location, yep. and that's where the technology is worked on. We've right. got a chemist, Brett DeVries who works on these products, you know, mm-hmm. from a chemical standpoint. Right. And that's what they did. They yeah. changed and altered the product to fit your needs. It's something that we do when the issue comes up. And Yeah, it was awesome working with a local company, too, because I don't know if you guys know, but Repco Light donated 25% of all material. See, which that is, is super cool. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, that's the other thing. Recently, we were talking about buy local and the reasons to buy local. That's a reason to buy local because exactly we help the community out. Well, it's just you're part of the community, and, right. and these things matter, even if the street gets closed, and even if, even if that really frosts you. And it for inconveniences a long time. me. I knew it was for a church and for the greater good. Oh, so I was you. cool about it. Yeah. Anyway, we've got to end this now. Because we've got commercials that are coming up, yeah. but we'd certainly like to keep talking. Can you guys wait of with course. us? Of course. Absolutely. Excellent. We'll be back in the studio with Bork Brothers Painting in just a minute. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, 
The Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. Yes, we are. In our converted bathroom. I don't want to say in the bathroom, but <laughs> right. our studio is our a bathroom. Very packed studio at it's this point. It's a wonderful little space, though, I isn't it? it? It's awesome. Yeah, it really we're here is. with Vork Brothers Painting. Yes. Let's see here. Oh, I am so bad with names. Travis. Yes. Yep. Shane. We look and Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> see, we look, see, as long as you got the names, the if you is, look at the wrong person, no one on the radio knows. They do now. Well, see, that's yes, the thing. you let the cat out of the bag. No, they did. I'm going to blame you guys because I was thinking, okay, I can't remember who's who. I'm so bad with names. We got to wear name tags. Yeah. But I'm pointing at the wrong brother. And if you just the didn't point, you would have been fine. I know. I kept thinking maybe they'll just nod. I would have went with it. <laughs> I appreciate it. They that. just looked at each other, though. Uh-huh. Keep it be honest. Well, yeah. Of anyway, course. we're yeah. here with Fork Brothers Painting. We're talking about the Pillar Church restoration mm-hmm. that they, it's wrapped up now, right? Correct. Betsy yeah. said the yeah. street's open. Yes. That's important. I can to her. get through. That's Yeah, what you're good now. Yeah. yeah. But over the break, we were talking about a couple things. The Pillar Church is one of the few, if not the only, mm-hmm. I'm not sure about the only, but it's one of the few buildings that survived the Holland Fire yes. of 1871. But the it great is Holland the Fire. oldest building in right. Holland. And great, not as in awesome, but as right. in big. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Decimated most of Holland. <laughs> so Shane, you were talking about a conspiracy theory about how the fire started, right? Right, yeah. So the Chicago fire, right, at the mm-hmm. time, Yep. a lot of people said, I was talking with John Brown, the pastor, um, that a spark came from that fire all the way across Lake Michigan and started the fire in Holland, which is wild. Yeah. Obviously that did not happen, but... Right. Yeah. But it's a conspiracy theory. I like that. A conspiracy theory that clearly goes way back. It's got some roots. Yes, it does. So now, this particular project, you were talking over the break also that you submitted... A national award, yeah, with the PCA. So it's the Painting Contractors of America. Mm -hmm. This is a national award for historic renovation. So, yeah, we're excited to see if we win that. That will be in February uh, 17 to 20 in Glendale. Oh, that'll be cool. So, yeah, yeah we're excited about that. Yeah, yeah if, we'll definitely keep you posted on if that. If you win, we want, you know, you just got to mention us a little bit oh, yeah, in your course. acceptance speech. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. <laughs> I like to, every time somebody that we interview wins something, I like to just piggyback on that. Yeah, Take some I know. credit, too. Uh-huh. Well, you're a part of it. <laughs> See? Oh, good grief. You're feeding Well, maybe this. not you. Your company. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. All right. Well, anyway, now the uh-huh. project's wrapped up. It is wrapped up. What's next for you guys? Or what other things you got going? Because you do... Let's talk about your company now a little bit. You're residential painters. You're, you're, you've done that for years, but you're really trying to emphasize that a little bit. Yeah. But largely, you've done a lot of commercial work, right? Yeah, mainly commercial. Now we're, we're dipping into the, the residential repaint market. Um, we kind of found a, a, a calling in that market where um, we've, heard, we've heard things where uh, people aren't getting estimates right away, where they're not getting calls back right away, and we really um, take pride in, in getting back to the customer right away. Um, so you're seeing this as an opportunity to jump out and expand the business a little bit? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So how does that look? Because you've got all this, you know, everything set up towards a commercial aspect, you know, doing these huge projects. Are you bringing on new people? Are you just so, specializing? Yeah, we actually have a residential crew. Um, we have, I think, what is it, Travis, four four uh, crews of four guys? Yeah, four, so 16, four main crews. 16 um, residential painters. All right. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
So when it comes to residential, I mean, are we talking only new homes? Are you doing repaints? We do everything. Exteriors, repaints, new homes, um, yeah, everything. And Brandon's going to be the repaint kind of estimator. He's going to be dealing with the homeowner and being in contact with colors and things like that. And Travis is dealing with, you know, uh, builders in the area, new residential, things like that. So Okay. Okay. So when they call your office, they'll get... They'll get branded. Channeled to the right place. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. If, if they, for some reason they reach Shane, Shane will direct them to me. Um, I'll give them a call back and, and we'll go from there. All right. So residential, that's really cool. The commercial side of things, what are some of the biggest projects you've worked on? Oh, man. I mean, now that um, you've done God's House in Holland here. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a fun project. You don't run by those every day. No. So. No. We, whew. We did Caledonia's new, that was our biggest project, Caledonia's new high school. That was a couple years back, but we're working on some, you know, we do anything from hotels to education facilities to just small office renovations. So we cover it all. How big is your crew? I mean, we we talked about there's 16 of you on the residential side. Yeah. So we have roughly 30 people on the commercial side. Right. So, so in addition yep, to the 16. Yep, so, so there's 30 people, and about 26 of those are in the field, and we have four office staff. So, All right. Yeah. So what's next? What's the next big thing that's going? The next big thing would be 393 Port. It's a right down the road from your oh, guys' office, yeah. actually. <gasps> yeah, it's a wedding venue. Okay, where are they we going to park? We were discussing that. <laughs> what's I, the plan? Okay, so they have something worked out with a business around the area that they can use their parking spot, I guess. Yes, because we've seen this building going up. But there's no parking. Well, that was our thought. Yeah. I'm sure they had a plan. Yeah. I was yeah, just very so they're curious working with what other it was. businesses around the area to, I think, help out with parking. Maybe you better get involved, Betsy, because you're the one who gets so uptight about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could let them know. Just my traffic flow. I don't yeah. care where they park. <laughs> so you got that, schools, stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, GRCC, we have Ionia, um, that's uh, the middle school. What are you doing there? Uh, renovations, They that's uh, Applied Technology Center at GRCC. Um, so yeah, they're just renovating it, and it's a pretty big project for us. So you guys are all over the place. How far will you go? I mean, our listening audience covers well into Muskegon, it covers... Mm-hmm. You know, Almost on to Kalamazoo. Yeah, yeah. Where do we, you guys go? We typically go wherever we're, we're needed. Um, I mean, we've we've done projects in in um, Manistee. Manistee. Just getting out of Manistee right now. We got a project coming up in St. Joseph for Lico, and then we'll go to Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids, as far as Greenville. So, West Michigan area. I don't know what you consider West Michigan. That's a very large West <laughs> Michigan I know. area. If you're going all the way down to St. Joe, <laughs> yeah, somewhere, yeah. We cover Michigan. The Lakeshore. <laughs> <laughs> the Lakeshore. That, that's a good way to put it. We have that one listener in. Where is she? California? New York? I can't remember. Yes, and we have one down in like... Probably not going to go um, that far, right? Yeah. It depends on the job, Depends though. on the job and the client, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think I'd get anybody to travel for me. And it has to be in the winter yeah. when it's snowing. Oh, that's somewhere warm. Oh, you want to go somewhere warm? Yeah. I was going to say, wait, you only want to work when it's snowing? Why? <laughs> no, only in the warm when it's snowing. Now, you also, I just want to quick, before we get your contact information and stuff, you did say you work uh, residential exteriors, right? Yes. Yes, we did. Yeah, because that's sometimes a little bit of a we struggle, struggle for folks. We struggle sometimes to find people who will take on jobs like I that. I think there's enough interior work that maybe they just don't want to mm-hmm. step out into the exterior side of things, but you guys will do that oh definitely yeah we love that type of work yeah right. exteriors can be challenging too because the ladders and things mm-hmm. like that so 
I can see why people just want to stick to interior stuff. Yeah, I stick to just painting below the wainscoting, mm-hmm. and I let normal height people paint right. everything. Right, do everything That's typical. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know who's going to give out the contact information. This is always funny when we have multiple people. It's a coin toss at this point. Yeah, but if our listeners do want to get in touch with you, because you guys do everything, commercial, residential, and we've got listeners who interiors, have exteriors. all these different situations, if they want to get in touch... Who do they call? Well, for the residential side, um, repaints or exterior, you can call me, Brandon Howell. Um, My number is 616-218-4864. Yeah, and anything commercial, they can get a a hold of me. And my name is Shane Vork, and my number is 616-218-5186. And where do they find you online? Uh, At BorkBrothers.com. V-O-R-K, V as in Victor? Yes. Yep. All right. Vorkbrothers.com. Yeah, and make sure you follow our uh, Instagram and Facebook pages. It's just Vork Brothers Painting. Um, along the year, we'll be giving away stuff like free rooms painting and yetis and things like that. So Now, you Ooh, just did a room repaint that. that you gave away yesterday, right? That just ended yesterday. So, so. you'll be at somebody's house painting a room, making somebody happy. Very yes. soon. And you're Correct. giving away other things throughout the year, so yep. they can find that yep. on, on your Facebook page. Correct. And you have an Instagram page, yeah, Instagram and that's account. Vork Brothers Painting too. All right, and yeah, you check out their website because there's a gallery with a lot of different photos from a lot of different projects, and mm-hmm. yeah, they look pretty good. Yeah, and their Instagram is a lot of fun to follow. They have some really cool stuff up there. So I encourage you if you're on Instagram, follow them. Repcolite follows them. We appreciate it. That's right. <laughs> and if we do it, everybody should do it. Exactly. Right? That's what Betsy's saying. We're trendsetters. All right, Brandon Howell, Shane, and Travis Vork, and then. Corey, who Corey, was unable to make it. Corey's working. But yes. we're thanking everybody for being here. Yes. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And there you go. Another one in the books, Betsy. Uh-huh. How would you rate that one? Out of five stars, how many would you give us? I don't know. I really liked that one. Really? I did. Yeah. I think I think Vork did a great job. They are fantastic. They're a lot of fun. They were a lot of fun. It was very unnerving to cram that many of us in this <laughs> tiny little space. It was a little <laughs> bit tight in here. Sorry, yeah. guys. That's all right, though. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was. I don't know how many stars we get, but I'm going to give us plenty. <laughs> well, that's a first. hear it again, you can find it online at repcolite.com. And while you're there, uh-huh. you need to sign up for the Christmas contest that we've got going on. It's yes. going to end next Saturday right at 8 o'clock so that we can announce the winner at the end of the show. Yeah, so hurry up and get those entries in. And as our regular radio listeners know, there is a keyword, a very special Christmas keyword that I'm sure everyone is waiting for so they can go in and you know put in more entries. It will get you extra entries. You just need to enter the keyword for December 14, uh-huh. the December 7. I'm going to tip you off to that one, too, if you missed it. That one was Cotton-Headed Ninny Muggins, December 7. From your very favorite movie. The December 14, today's code is uh-huh. what, Betsy? Well, I don't know if we're so much going to say it's a code. You just have to put in my favorite Christmas song, and that is I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Yes, of all the great Christmas music <laughs> out there, the amazing hymns. The little pop ditties. I love of all those, of those as songs. Well. Betsy chooses I Want a Hippopotamus. But there's for just something about that one that makes you so very happy. Makes somebody very happy. <laughs> anyway, that's the code. Go to repcolite.com. You can find the contest there. 
I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And no matter what you want for Christmas, whether it's that brand new shiny can of paint, uh-huh. some great games, uh-huh. or some kind of land mammal. <laughs> like me. We're here to help. <laughs> right. Thanks for listening.